Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals' specific centric focus show that I bring you along with the one and only Ed Easy Smith. My name is Javon J. Love Adams. How are you doing, sir? Doing good, man. Another season in the books. Cardinals 2-0. Can't complain, man. Man, 2-0. We're definitely going to get into that for sure. So we bring you, uh, we, we do a little bit of a recap in terms of the, the previous week's games and then look ahead uh, to the to the current, to the upcoming uh, game as well. But then also talk about a couple of things that, that maybe dropped onto our radar uh, that we want to discuss and go into greater detail in this uh, uh, as well. So this week, of course, we're going to reflect upon that wonderful game against the Washington football team that, that brought the Arizona Cardinals to 2-0. And then we're going to look ahead to the Detroit Lions are coming into town. And, and who knows, maybe at the end of this, they'll be 3-0. and uh, And in addition to that, I want to get uh, Ed's opinion or his thoughts on looking at the schedule. This is that point in time where now we look and there's, some, there's such a thing as confidence and really being, really, really feeling yourself or smelling yourself, as some folks like to say. And, and so looking at it, what do we think about the next you know, two or three weeks as the Cardinals uh, looking ahead for the Cardinals? And there's, there was an announcement this week in terms of there may be some folks in the stands, and I wanted to get Mr. Smith's op- opinion on that as well. But the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at betonline.com. I was actually looking uh, before we jumped on here, I was looking at the line for for the uh, Cardinals, for the Detroit Lions Cardinals game. The Cardinals are actually favored minus five and a half. And who knows, that might be a little bit low. You might be able to jump in on that or something like that. And maybe the Cardinals will be able to really uh, continue to put their foot on the pedal as they're trying to continue to, to to raise the hopes for people around the Phoenix area. So from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well because it never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So, my brother, 
Ed Smith. We had to eat a little bit crow after after week one. Uh, the Cardinals one and zero going into this game uh, against the against the Washington football team. You know, it, we were we we expected them to win. This is one that we were looking at them and saying, yeah, this this should be a W for you. And they actually came out with the W. I want to reflect a little bit and get your thoughts on the on the game. One thing that sticks out to me is that the running game is still in effect. They had what about 160 yards rushing last week. So they're they're actually not abandoning abandoning the run, at least in this early part of the season yet. But your thoughts on how this game played out, offense, defense, special teams, take it wherever you want. Man, I was really impressed. Uh the fact that they came out and like you said, it was it was a balanced attack, man. We you know we ran the ball well. Uh Kyler Murray um, the, the other part of it, we always talk about the horizontal passing game. They actually opened it up a little bit down the middle part of the field, and I think you could uh, see that evidence in a couple of catch and runs. Uh, now everything was plastered up against the sideline. So uh, Murray, once again, efficient in the running game himself. I think he had 67 yards. Uh, Kenyon Drake, 86 on the ground as well. So we're kind of mixing it up, mixing up out there. And, you know, the weapons, we're going to continue to get uh, uh, more efficient and, and I guess better as the season goes on. I actually was looking for, in the beginning part of the season, Brother Jay, I was looking for some really sloppy football considering no preseason, you know, very limited training camp, no contact. Uh, The offensive line is held up pretty good. I think Murray – uh, sacked three times this past week, but you know you can't can't fault them for that. I mean, those those are going to happen, but especially after Was- the Washington Football Team came off for a off an eight sack uh, performance against the Philadelphia Eagles, right. so I mean, we were expecting them to be you know be getting after him. In the end, man, uh, you know I, I, he, he Murray, man, he looks like he's out there. You know, he, we we both played some video games in our time. Yes. Uh, you know, you running and playing some Madden or. Uh, uh, what's the old, the Tecmo Bowl or whatever? <laughs> and you hit that turbo button. You can tell Murray has an extra speed out there. He's got that additional, yeah. uh, which is is kind of encouraging. You know, he's really really looks good out there. He's really comfortable in the offense. Only going to get better uh, as the season progresses. So you know, like you and I, we talked about. You know, we're trying to be. You know, not everybody. We're not jumping on any bandwagons. We're picking the games as we see them. And what we think, that's why first week, you know, we both thought 49ers would win. Obviously, we were both wrong. A little crow. Uh, we both thought they would beat Washington. They did. And they did it impressively, too. It wasn't one of those nail biters or anything like that. Uh, you know, 30-15, I think, was the final score. Uh, let's, let's, we're in the walk stage. Eventually, we'll get to a little trot stage. And then we'll get to a run as we get through this season. Uh, neither one of us is getting our press credentials for the Super Bowl as of right now. Hmm. Uh, but we are encouraged by what we've seen so far on the field. I want to throw out some random things. And you mentioned something uh, just a moment ago about the with no preseason. So uh, just put this in the back of, of your intelligent mind, uh, talking about some of the injuries that we saw uh, in week two. But having said that, does it concern you at all? If you look at the way the Cardinals started the game, so coming out of the gate, 14 points in the in the first quarter, then it only only scoring six. And when I say only, when you're thinking about putting being able to put 14 points on the board, maybe you're thinking that you're, there's there's some momentum there. So you want to be able to keep your foot down on the accelerator, so to speak. Didn't score at all in the third quarter, and then it, and they actually lost uh, in terms of 12 to 10. 
against the in the fourth quarter against the Washington football team in terms of points. I'm not saying that they were ever in danger, so to speak, of of losing that game. But does that concern you at all? Given how they started the game, do you think that they should have been able to put up maybe 40 points on on the board? And is that is am I just nitpicking at that point? Well, you know, I'm a believer, and I'd rather, you know, you want to start the game off quickly, and they did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ebb and flow of any football game, you're going to have your ups or downs, your surprise moments with when special teams, you know, like we did a couple weeks ago, you block a punt or something like that. It might flip the momentum of the game. I'd rather have the Cardinals come out of the box doing what they did and then continue to try to figure it out a uh, middle portion of the game. And sometimes it's almost like, you know, because we, we did expect the uh, Washington football team to come in here and get after us defensively. You know, three with that, sacks, three sacks yeah. I believe, is what they what they gave up, what the Cardinals' offensive line gave up. So, so a little bit, but obviously not the eight that they that the Washington football team had the week before. Yeah, and you know, the encouraging part for me is it did get a little flat in the middle portion of the game, but then you saw them kind of hit that gear toward the latter part of the game, and it for me this was one of those. I never had a doubt once I saw how they were, how especially the defense came out. And, you know, we had a gentleman on last week, uh, Denton, I think, from uh, the Washington football team. He, and he was, he was all in on Haskins. And obviously yeah. he saw something that had him thinking, hey, we're, we're going to get this going. And Haskins, Haskins looked exactly like I thought he was going to look, uh, okay. you know, against our defense. They got after him a little bit. You know, very mediocre numbers. Uh, he's not the most athletic guy in the world, especially when you're looking across the field at Kyler Murray. You know, you have those two, you know, other than stature. I mean, I would give all, uh, ask all um, check marks to Kyler, and he showed it. You know, I mean, running the ball, uh, very smooth with his delivery still, has very good command of this offense, uh, you know, scored twice on the ground himself. So, you know, it's it's kind of what I expected in terms of, the, the final score, the outcome. I think I had it picked somewhere uh, initially. I think I let people talk me down a little bit. My, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I thought it was going to be one of these. You know, I think initially I was like 27, uh, 14 or I something I think you like did that. have a 14-point, uh, yeah, about a 14-point yeah. margin. So I got to give you your props there for yeah. sure. Yeah. But, you know, it played out the way I thought it would. And, you know, uh, we obviously we you, you you take the good from the game, but you also take some of those things that, hey, we still need to improve on this. We need to – but, you know, like you said, we went through the lulls on the middle part of the game, but uh, even then came out with the victory, and it was a comfortable victory for me. Again, a couple of more points on the offensive, and then I want to get your thoughts on the defensive side of the ball. But uh, but we – two things. One, we, we talked about – uh, we talked about uh, Christian Kirk after week one that only had one reception, zero yards. He had two receptions, uh, two receptions, 57 yards, and also had uh, actually one run, rush attempt for three yards. Your thoughts on is, is does that make you feel a little bit more comfortable or confident in him at least getting a little bit involved or we need more, right? I still need more, man. I mean, you know, you're talking about two receptions and, you know, 57 yards. Okay. We- do a little golf clap for the 57 yards, but (laughs) two receptions, man, is, you know, that that's not going to get it done. I know we have DeAndre out there and we've got Larry. He's got to start taking some of the, I guess, you know, Larry, he's had seven receptions for 50 yards. So obviously Kristen out gained him in yardage, but some of those attempts, some of those balls that Larry is, is getting, we all know Larry's a little long in the tooth. Larry's not going to be breaking away from anybody and right. you know, sprinting down the field. You know, this is the opportunity for Christian Kirk, those young legs. Let's get him some of those 
uh, intermediate passes that he can break. Show us that yak. Show us that speed. But if you're only catching two balls, I know, like I said, the total is 57 yards, but I need more from you in that avenue, man. We got to we gotta get more production, uh, at, you know, to go alongside what Larry and DeAndre are doing on the outside there. And to your point, his long in that one of those receptions uh, was 49 yards was was the long, and so 49, 57 minus 49. Of course, that means the other section was for eight yards. So we definitely need a little bit more there. But are you, you got that? You got that math down, bro? Yeah, that boy, that's down. that NBA fool. I know about <laughs> it. Now he seven different people caught the, caught a pass. Feel good about that. So he's not zeroing in on DeAndre. Does that is that that bodes well in my eyes? Absolutely. And I and I, we talked about it last week. Obviously, nobody had a lot of film uh, coming into this. You know, the first couple games, and we knew once they saw how they were going to use DeAndre, teams will start zeroing in on him a little bit. Uh, you know, DeAndre still had a, a good game. Nine catches, I think it was. You know, eight catches, sixty-eight yards. But what we saw what teams were going to kind of do. They're going to try to shade coverage his way, uh, blanket him a little more, double team him when they can. And, you know, that opens it up for a lot of other guys. And, uh, you know, that's when you see the ball being shared like that. And one of the other impressive things is young quarterbacks, a lot of times they get locked in on that security blanket. Right. And they want to, they want to ride it till the wheels fall off <laughs> and, you know, just start forcing balls in there. Uh, point in case. Out in Cleveland, you know, yes. uh, with Baker Mayfield and ODB, um, I mean, uh, that's just, I mean, that's a bad marriage to begin with because you got the egotistical uh, uh, wide receiver who wants it and the quarterback who's going to try to do everything he can to get it to him. And it's just, you know, but Kyler, he, you know, he spread it around and, and I like what he does. And, uh, uh, you know, as long as he continues that. He's got a great mastery of this offense, too. You know, he's, he looks really comfortable. There. He never looks like he's frazzled and the game is moving too fast for him. I like that. So, now, defense, are you are you encouraged by what you're seeing defensively? Only giving up 15 points to the Washington football team. But, again, the, the, the converse to that, the converse to that would be, yeah, but it's, you know, it's, it's Dwayne Haskins. So, <laughs> so, but are you encouraged with what you're seeing? They got, they got a few sacks uh, this week. Uh, Chandler Jones seems like he's being double teamed. So, so it's, it's funny. People will say that he's not performing, but if you get in double team, you're doing your job, you get the double team, then it's up to your teammates to be able to then to take advantage of, of, of the attention somebody else is paying me. Your thoughts on that? Oh, absolutely. And for me, this is, you know, you have to play who's in front of you. And I know, you know, first week we play against the San Francisco team that was decimated by injury. Uh, and it just continues to get worse for them. But then you, uh, you know, you have Washington, the Washington football team coming here, and it looked about what I thought it would look like. Okay. Uh, we kept, we kept them pretty much you know, no running game to speak of. Uh, Haskins was, like I said, he was, he was Haskins. He, you know, nothing spectacular about him. Uh, you know, we got after him, and the defense looked. Good. I'm not going to give him like if I had to give him a grade, I'd say that's a B minus, B plus, you know, somewhere in that area. You know, we're not looking like uh, you know, steel curtain or anything like that, but we're we're adequate and we're doing our job. The, the, the true tests are going to be coming here soon, and even we'll preview it. Obviously, we're talking about these lions. You never know what to expect with them. You know, they they okay. they've looked really bad to a certain degree to this point. But they could come in here and, and Matt Stafford could throw the ball for 450 yards for all we know. You know, they're getting, I think they're getting Galladay back on their, their end. I seem to think he's practicing. And you got Adrian Peterson coming back here, who's obviously going to want to prove, you know, that he's got a little left in the tank. 
Uh, you know, it's almost like, you know, you see your ex-girlfriend uh, out there, uh, you know, and, you know, you all of a sudden now you get your chest all puffed out because you want to make sure she know you've been hitting the gym and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, so, so, you, so you know he's going to come in here fired up. And, you know, so it'll be a, a much bigger test for us. Uh, but I do like what I've seen so far. All right, so let's transition. I believe in the Arizona Cardinals. You mentioned something, and I want to take a a moment to at least expound upon it a little bit more. So the fact that there are so many teams that are that seem to be performing well, the offenses seem to be performing well. We we've talked about the defenses often being ahead of the offense, but but I don't I don't think that I think there's people have been pleasantly surprised about what they've seen. Uh, but last week we had a lot of injuries. So for example, Garoppolo is is out uh, going to be game time decision so he might be out for a couple of weeks we know that bosa uh out with the acl for the moster uh there was some other some uh, saquon. you know saquon barkley yeah. is out with uh with an acl it, does are you is that a result of can you can you place any of that on the lack of a preseason because it wasn't as if the preseason was shortened it was just a matter of there weren't any exhibition games can you just is that just how it goes and the ebb and flow and it just happened to be a big uh, a big uptick this past week all these hammies all these knees uh you you run down the you know the, the list of all these players that are going down and it, it's a it's a combination of no off season but also or no preseason but also no off season okay you gotta remember you know, normally guys are back in the facility as early as mid to late March. And then, you know, you have your structured days, but it's in the gym. It's on the field getting conditioning in. Uh, I used to always equate it like this, Brother Jay. The off season was the time, and, I, man, we used to suffer sometimes. People think we used to just get together in the spring or the summer and, you know, go to camp. And, man, that, that blood, sweat, and tears you put in in April and May and June, it was always – I used to explain it like this. You were building your body up to peak performance all through the off season, beating yourself up, you know, OTAs, the whole nine yards, you know? And then as soon as you got to training camp, it was time to start tearing it down, breaking it down. I mean, week by week by week, but it was a little chip taking off. You hope it was little chips (laughs) all the way to it got you to January. and you You had just enough left in the tank to finish off the season. Right. 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 Right now. They're starting off minus, you know, right. they didn't have a chance to stack up and get that body to peak performance. I know guys are working out on their own. And, uh, man, it's not like an NFL offseason, bro. Yeah, and yeah. what we're seeing is a lot of guys coming in, and they tried to get in shape as fast as they could. They couldn't hit a lot during camp. And then, they obviously, they didn't have any games. And now they're all out there full go with everything being live. And all it takes is that one tweak on that – joint or hammy that's not quite there. Give it to me, Jay. It's not quite, quite curling. They're curling. And we're seeing them. I mean, the like I said, Saquon with the knee, uh, McCaffrey with the ankle. And sometimes it's just a matter of, you know, dudes roll up on you or something. You can't help it. You know, Garoppolo, tackle, yeah. fall on the ankle. But I'm seeing so many of these soft tissue hammies. And the, like I said, the knees just aren't there yet. And, you know, it all takes a tweak here. and and then it's man it's just a recipe for disaster in terms of how we're going to lose a lot of players early here in the season and it's going to be a war of attrition all the way through you mentioned a recipe 
for disaster. Well, there's a, sometimes we talk about home cooking because of the, the crowds that are, that are in the, the stadiums. But, uh, but with COVID, of course, a lot of these stadiums are empty or just maybe there's some, a few thousand people here or there with the Arizona Cardinals, their home opener, there were, there were no patrons there, but because of some of the, uh, some of the, I guess the, the metrics being met in terms of, COVID-19 numbers falling down that falling they're going to the Cardinals have been given permission to allow people to attend uh, the the game and I wanted to get your thoughts it's the at the number of people that are going to be allowed to come into the game so they've been it's going to be a close family and friends of players coaches and staff so you're thinking okay well so does that mean they're going to allow a thousand two thousand five thousand seven hundred fifty spectators will be allowed to attend the game I mean, I guess it's better than nothing, but I mean, you're going to hear, I, I can just, I remember my, my wife when, uh, when we would be at the, the youth football games, you can hear her say, go Elijah, go <laughs> And that's what it's going to sound like when you have somebody that's rude, that's, that's cheering you on. Your thoughts on this, man. Bro, imagine you hungry. You, you haven't eaten all day, right? Yeah. You, you hungry, hungry. And somebody come over to you and they bring you a bowl and it's got like a spoon of rice in it and a uh, not a whole piece of chicken, but one cut-off little <laughs> circle of chicken, right? Right. So imagine this stadium, right? You're going to put 750 people in this big stadium. That's basically – you ain't even getting a whole spoonful of rice. That's basically just – somebody <laughs> just picked a couple kernels and put sprinkled them out there and instead of like I said the, the piece of chicken somebody took a bite of the little piece of chicken that they gave me. <laughs> so I mean it's you know 750 people man nowadays think about this Jay at high school games yes there are 750 people Ooh. and it still sounds like yeah. you know, I mean you might as well be standing out there because you can hear the kids and all that kind of stuff too yeah. right yeah I imagine putting in a stadium with seven that that seats 70,000 plus, whatever it is, right? <laughs> so, I mean, I, God bless them. I mean, I, I hope they don't may, – maybe, maybe if they let them stand on the sidelines with them, you know, and then they can scream behind them so like that and we'll get a whole bunch of noise. Or, or seven, that Man, that's – yeah, they, they, that's not going to be helping a whole lot, bro. <laughs> so let's transition to, though, of course, those spectators will be at the game this Sunday as the uh, Arizona Cardinals welcome the Detroit Lions into town. Last season, it was a season opener that the Detroit Lions spoiled the the debuts of Kyler Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. But uh, this year, they're coming in zero and two, and it already seems that that you, that your man Matt Patricia is is on the hot seat, so to speak, because of the. I was looking for some different things about uh, the the Detroit Lions, and I came across an article about their rush defense and about their pass rush. So. Your thoughts on the the Detroit Lions coming in before we get into the matchup, but your thoughts on where they are right now. We know that Stafford is an above-average quarterback. He just seems to be stuck in football purgatory. Uh, your thoughts on the Detroit Lions as they come in to the Valley of the Sun. Man, I've already done a few podcasts for them over there in Detroit this week, and, you know, they, they're sounding just like, you know, a couple years ago, Jay, when we were just like, Oh my God, man! <laughs> Every week it was like that's exactly how they sound right now, and it's you know it's way too early in the season to be that defeated. True. But from what they've seen so far, uh, it's the same old Detroit Lions, and that's not saying that they can't come in here and light our tails up. 
Right. Because we all know what Matt Stafford can do. Uh, if given the opportunity, I already tossed out about the, you know, the, the get back that Adrian Peterson probably wants to have. But Derek said, you know, they they can't stop the run. They can't stop the pass. Um, they, you know, they, they can't uh, run the ball themselves. And they've had some injuries that, you know, they have been kind of uh, lethargic offensively. So nothing over there seems to be working right now. And they, you know, they, they, they're already woe is me. Uh, but like I said, for me, never count them out just because they always have that ability. Just to, just when you think a pick against them, all of a sudden they come out and it's, they, they punch you in the mouth and it's like, how, how'd that happen? You know, mm-hmm. they're 0 2. They look just, you know, and then the other thing, uh, uh, Patricia over there, uh, Matt, he, you know, that seat's got to start. You know, it's going to get a little hot sooner or later. Right. Matt Patricia. So he better be lighting the fire under those boys' tail. Uh, that, you know, if they like him, they will come out here incentivized to try to play hard for their coach. Otherwise, if they don't like him, it's like, well, you know, well, they can't wait for him to be gone. So, indeed, <laughs> but indeed. like, like I said, I, you know, it's a crapshoot. We'll get to our picks and stuff like that, but you can never call it against the Lions sometime. Remember what we did to them last year? The other thing that scares me, yeah. Hawkinson's playing a little better for them. And we, you know how we tried to show, showcase him last year. Uh, our defense, baby, they pretty much wanted to make him a pro bowler. Uh, from the start, <laughs> their tight end Hawkinson. So I'm sure they'll cut. They're, they're looking at last year's game plan. I'm sure of that. And they're going to try to utilize him any way possible. So we better be ready to cover the tight end this week. Speak, so along those lines, so here's let's, – let's get into kind of the, the tail of the tape, so to speak. So when we're looking at the, the – you mentioned the rushing game, how Detroit is so far into the early part of the season. Their, their running game is – is 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 kind of anemic. It's around middle of the pack, a little bit less than that. They're they're coming in at about 113 yards per game in terms of the rush. Uh, when we're looking at the the rush defense for the Cardinals, they're about 15th at a, allowing about 120 yards uh, per game. It, it, and then does that does that concern you at all? Uh, and then the Cardinals haven't had a lot of takeaways. Right now, they are even when it comes to the takeaways. They're at zero, so they're about 15th in the league. Uh, as we get into that, the Detroit they're minus two, uh, 25th in the league. So they're so they're uh, in the hole, so to speak, a little bit. Does that worry you at all? The rush, the rush defense compared to maybe they that uh, Detroit might be a little bit. Uh, as you mentioned, they might they get right, they get back to be able to rush that ball and be able to focus on it. You know, I, my my grade. If I was given a grade for the Cardinals' rush uh, defense right now, uh, you know, you remember when you're in school and you get that. Uh, incomplete. We just don't know yet. Okay. Um, I, you know, I look at the first two opponents. Like I said again, uh, San Francisco is battered as they were, and plus was a, right out of the box. Nobody had a chance to uh, see anything from the other side. Washington came in. Eh, okay. Uh, this will be a test a little bit, but I still don't even think this is going to be what I would call the biggest rushing test for us. Uh, okay. Uh, I, you know, I, if if Detroit is going to beat us, Jay, I think they come in here with a plan to run the ball a little bit. But when it all comes down to it, Matthew Stafford, uh, you know, you get Galladay back. They got Amendola. They got different guys out there on the outside. Hawkinson running around on the inside tight end. I think that's how they contend with us. It's not going to be – they're not going to come here and try to run the ball 35, 40 times. I just don't see that. I see them, you know, re- releasing Stafford, uh, you know, and he's one of those dudes, man. He is not afraid to sit in that pocket, look downfield, 
and let it rip. And that's mm-hmm. the one thing that, you know, concerns me that with Haskins, it was like, you could tell a couple of times he was like, let me get rid of this thing as fast as possible. Because, you know, I'm, I'm just not sure what I'm seeing out there. Stafford's <laughs> seen it all, done it all. You give him time, and that's why you have to put pressure on a quarterback like Stafford. You can't let him sit back there, pick you apart, especially if you give him time to sit back there and let his receivers get downfield, double moves, whatever you want. Then that's when you have trouble. So I don't think they're going to come in here and try to beat us over the head with a run game. I think it'll be a little run peppered in there, mixed in there. And when they decide to go deep or take shots down the field, that's where they're going to make their bread and butter. On the flip side, when we're looking at the offense of the Cardinals against the defense of the, of the, of the Lions, the Cardinals, uh, they're scoring at about, again, about 27 points a game, two, two game sample size. But conversely, the, the Lions are giving up about 34 and a half points a game, again, in that, in that two game sample size. Do you, is this one of those where you think it might be one of those high scoring affairs, quite possibly, where, where you mentioned that Stafford, they just let him go and say, F the run game. We're just going to let him, let him fling it. And then conversely, the, the Cardinals, because of some of the, the deficiencies with the Lions on defense for, especially on pass rush, if they're not able to get to Kyler, that gives them all the time in the pocket, then it becomes uh, important for, I think, uh, what, Andy Isabella and, and for Christian Kirk to maybe catch some of those balls down the field. Yeah, I, I think this will be one of them good old fast and track meets, man. I don't see uh, – I definitely don't see their defense uh, containing us. And if, like I said, the Lions come in here thinking that uh, we might have, especially after what they've seen from their defense so far, we might have to keep pace with the Cardinals. This could be a game, you know, high 20s, low 30s for both teams, okay. in, my, in my opinion. I picked the score yesterday, and I was right in that area for both. Uh, and like I said, it, it's one of those things, man, I'm telling you. I, it, this could be one, if you have fantasy football players on both of these teams, huh. man, Get them. Make sure you have them in your lineup. This, <laughs> <laughs> this could be this could be a, a buffet of dudes running up and down the field. Especially from our point of view, Kyler has done really good. You got to think about this too. He's not even Kyler's not even what you call a scrambling quarterback. Like you think about Lamar Jackson. Right. Lamar, they they design plays for Lamar. Period. Drop back, and it's like one two step board, and he's gone, right? That type of thing. Yes. And which I don't like. I have him on one of my fantasy teams. Every time he runs, I'm like, man, get down, you know. (laughs) But Kyler does all his damage mostly on improvisation, you know, plays where he drops back, nothing's there, might get a little pressure, and he gets out, but then he gets down, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, Whereas, like I said, they design a lot of stuff for uh, Lamar. So it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be a a fun game to watch, and I just hope we come out on the – the, the top end of it, but I think a lot of points are going to be scored in this game. All right. So as we, so we're going to get, do a different way of getting into our picks in a way, as I mentioned uh, at the, at the top of the show here on believe in the Arizona Cardinals that I wanted to, so what, what happens when you get two and oh, you start looking at it and you say the woods and the coulds and the shoulds, and it's this <laughs> and it's that. So the, so we know we have the Detroit lions that are coming here to state farm stadium. Then the Cardinals go on the road. Let's look at the next two weeks, go through week uh, up to week five. So they go to, Carolina, they're, so they bank of minus McCaffrey, minus yeah. McCaffrey, and then they go to the New York Jets, and and so York could the could the Cardinals be like four and one, maybe at the end of this? I mean, if if they were if they were three and two, would you say that that was a victory? 
or is four and one something where you say, man, at the end of this, you should come out at least four and one. What do you, what are your thoughts? After you beat San Francisco, you got to get greedy here because this is the easy portion of your schedule. And then you catch a break. Like I said, with the McCaffrey going down, uh, these are games that you should win. Detroit will give us a, a tussle if we, Happen to come out on top of this one, and now we're somewhere three and zero. And you mentioned those next two games. You and here's the thing: we all know good teams. You don't yeah. look ahead, right? You know we're on to uh, Carolina, yeah. you know, <laughs> yes, because you know because yes. you know, they're going to get a lot of those questions. Uh, it's all about focusing on your next opponent. But if you focus on the next opponent, then the one after that, realistically, hey man, we could be five and zero. And, uh, you know, that would be an amazing thing. That would be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think where we're coming from. Uh, like, And once again, we know, Jay, it's so early in the season. You could start out 5-0. and You can have, end up 5-11. and 11. Yes, you can. And we've seen. You know, yes, we have. Yes. I've been on a couple of those. Too. I remember, in the, I did, like I said, I did a couple of things for uh, the Michigan media this week already, and they, they remembered me being on that uh, 99 Detroit team. At one point, we were eight and four. We were already thinking about, you know, man, we win a couple more. You know, we'll get a first round bye. We're going to, you know, we're going to have home playoff game. But man, they, you know, we were eight and eight back going into the playoffs. Went to Washington that year and took a 45 to 10 beat down. And that was it. It's time to go home. So, <laughs> you know, the ties can turn fast. But you know, like I said, you know, let's go one week at a time. And we'll see where we are. And here's the thing. Good teams, they pick it apart in quarters, Jay. Yes. You know, you want to go. Often heard Yeah. If you want to go in four-game quarters, that'll get you to your 16. And, you you know, if you can win, you know, go three and one in each of those quarters, that's great. You know, maybe pick off a four and oh, different things. But you always set goals accordingly. And first four, important. And we'll see what we do in the next four after that. So leave me with this. Who you got in this one? Detroit Lions at the Arizona Cardinals. I got the I got the Cardinals. I got the Cardinals in a in a high scoring game. It might be it might be one of those forty to thirty seven type games okay. where the Cardinals end up pulling it out. I was in that area too. I had this one: Cardinals thirty seven, Detroit like thirty three. Okay, you know, one okay. of those. There we so go. yeah, but we got we both got the Cardinals though. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. So on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I am Javon J. Love Adams. This has been Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. We do this every week. Tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here. And as we always like to say around this time, you can. The next week, be easy out there. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.